The Death of Christ, Holy Hill, Hubertus, Wisconsin. Christ suffered here on earth. Now you must be ready to suffer as He did because suffering shows that you have stopped sinning. It means you have turned from your own desires and want to obey God for the rest of your life. You have already lived long enough like people who don't know God. You were immoral and followed your evil desires. You went around drinking and partying and carrying on. In fact, you even worship disgusting idols. Now your former friends wonder why you have stopped running around with them, and they curse you for it. But they will have to answer to God, who judges the living and the dead. The good news has even been preached to the dead, so that after they have been judged for what they have done in this life, their spirits will live with God. Everything will soon come to an end. So be serious and be sensible enough to pray. Most important of all, you must sincerely love each other, because love wipes away many sins. C.E.V. I haven't been a confessing Christian my entire life. I can relate to Peter's exhortation. I still remember what it feels like to live my life without any thought to God or spiritual matters. The thing about partying and immorality is that it's a life filled with constant movement. Slowing down only makes one come face to face with what is truly inside the soul. If someone has an empty vacuous soul, or a damaged spirit, or a broken heart, then attempting to drink or work away the inner pain makes sense when there's no regard for God. The last thing I ever wanted to do was suffer, yet until I had my spiritual awakening, it seemed I could never outrun the hurt no matter how hard I tried, even with all the constant locomotion. Today is Holy Saturday, a quiet place sandwiched between the ignominy of the cross and the celebration of resurrection, a day of solitude, silence, and stillness. This is something of a lost day for many folks. In fact, many Christians haven't had a thought that Holy Saturday could have any significance. Yet, this very day has its place in the scheme of the Christian life. There cannot be resurrection and new life without death and dying to self. There must be suffering before there can be glory. Whenever Christians quickly jump to triumphal language about victory and speak little to nothing about suffering, then we are left with a cheap grace which has been purchased with the counterfeit currency of velocity. Greater than today is meant for us to get out of our heads and wrap our hearts around the important reality that Jesus Christ was in the grave. It was real suffering on Good Friday. It was a real death on Holy Saturday. There is no movement. All is silent and still. Jesus is in the solitude of a dark tomb. There's no getting around it. If we want a resurrection day with all its celebration and glory, then we cannot circumvent Holy Saturday. To put this in the spirit of the Apostle Peter, are we ready to follow Jesus and suffer as he did? Are we willing to stop our striving, manifested through constant movement, and embrace the Holy Saturday of solitude, silence, stillness with its contemplation and embrace of suffering? Will you and I have sense enough to pray? Will we practice a Christian countercultural shift and face the ridicule of friends so that we might take some much-needed time to be with Jesus in the tomb? Or are we so antsy and anxious that we just want to leap into Easter with no solidarity with our Lord in the grave? You may think I'm being a bit too hard or harsh or cold. That's because Jesus is cold. He has a bonafide cold dead body. It's no fake death. There's no swoon theory here, as if Christ only passed out and did a weird divine fainting spell. Nope. He's dead. And if you and I want to live with Jesus, we must die with Jesus. Anyone who tries to promise new life apart from journeying with Jesus into the grave is a spiritual charlatan. Only through death can there be life. On this holy Saturday, let's intentionally slow down, do less, give ourselves a large chunk of unstructured time, and put aside routine matters. Fill the time with unfettered access to God and Christ. Slowly read the Gospel accounts of Christ's death and burial. Read the book of 1 Peter. Allow prayers to arise from the careful and mindful reading of Scripture. Feel the solidarity with Jesus, journey with Him along the way from life to death. 
so that there might be a truly glorious resurrection filled with abundant life and flourishing, a life that doesn't need hedonism and workaholism to feel happy and significant. May you die well so that you might live well. Loving Lord Jesus, today all is silent. You died a horrific death and gave incredible mercy from your wounded heart. Now you rest in the tomb as the soldiers keep vigil. I also keep vigil, although in a quite different way. I know this day doesn't last forever, there is tremendous glory coming. Yet, for now I sit quietly mourning your death. Assist me, God Almighty, to enter the sorrow and the silence of this holy Saturday. Today, help me to wait patiently and to sit with this constellation of emotions swirling around my heart. As I keep this sacred vigil, fill me with hope, not only looking forward to the celebration of your resurrection, yet also to anticipate the hope of my own share in the new life you offer, as you lay lifeless and still. May your rest transform the brokenness of my own soul, my weaknesses, and my sin. I express my trust, O God, in your mighty power to do all things through Jesus Christ, my Lord, your beloved Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.